All right, welcome to Two Birds, Two Stones. This is your favorite Eagles chit-chat podcast. Welcome. All right. Um, first game of the season, pretty exciting. Yep. After a pretty special season last year. Our first season at the Super Bowl in so long. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Seth? Uh, it was good. Felt oh, great. By the way, that's Seth. I'm Seth, yes. I'm Jess. Jess. We're married. We're married. And... And we both love the Eagles. Yeah. In separate but different ways. Separate but different? Oh, no. Um, Similar. Uh, mm. Same but different? In this... How about... Quantity. Different but... We both love them a lot. It's quality and quantity. Some more than others? Yeah. I don't know. Sounds good. I think that I think that sums it up pretty clearly to the listeners. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're just here to uh, talk about the game and um, kind of give our thoughts. and. Let's just dive in. Yeah, sounds good. Because uh, we were so excited and we were waiting for our friends to come over. We had our snacks ready. Yeah. Um, Should we do this, uh, give our first kind of snack corner of the year here? Sure. What did we make? So... For this game, uh, we made a nice big bowl of edamame. Edamame is Seth's go-to for Eagles games especially. He believes that because he ate edamame at every game watching last year, we won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Pretty clear math there. Yeah. Edamame equals wins. It's healthy. It's salty. It's delicious. Yeah, it's very good. And it's uh, it's a finger food. Yeah. And our, our next thing we made was a big... Uh, oven plate full of homemade nachos. Those nachos were really good. Black beans, blue corn chips, jalapenos, onions, tomatoes. Onions, tomatoes. Cheese, obviously. Lots of Lots cheese. Of cheese. Um, and the last thing we had... What was the last thing we had? Was little mini pizzas. Oh, I didn't uh, eat those because I can't. That were... Uh, bought at a grocery store, but then customized to be very fancy and delicious. Tiny toppings. Yep. Um, so yeah, that was our snacks. Uh, they were great. And they were really good. I was drinking um, a red wine spritzer. Mm, yeah. Seth was having beer. Beer. Classic. Yeah, it was great. It was good times. Real good times. Anyway, so we start... So we're, we're excited. We're ready for the game. And of course, it's delayed by rain. Lots of rain. So much rain. Thunderstorms. It was a crazy... So much rain, but we're in the desert, so we don't even know what that's like, really. Yeah. Um, watching it rain felt wet. Yeah. Not really. I, I mean, was dry. if I close my eyes, I could imagine it raining. The best part of the rain delay, I'm just going to say it, was that <laughs> one dude just sitting in the stands. Oh, that was a great shot. Yeah. <laughs> Complete empty just, seats by him uh, in the middle. Just a trooper. Just yeah. a sweet... He was just sitting there. He didn't trooper. even... Did he have a poncho on? Yeah, he had a poncho, he had a poncho on. on. Okay. But well, I think at least he, he was, had a poncho on. He was yelling at all the people. Yeah, it was good. He was... It was awesome. Undercover. Um, so yeah, the, the game was delayed a bunch and, uh, you know, players got to stay warm. They got to, you know, keep uh, keep their energy going. Oh my God. And How many times did they say stay... They have to stay hydrated. Hydrated. Uh, they have to stay hydrated. They have to stay hydrated during this 
wait. Yeah. There's a lot of sports. So I imagine signs, they you know? just had to pee the whole time they were playing the game. Yeah, probably. The halftime must have just been a straight bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, seriously. Yeah. What do you do if you're a football player and you have to well, pee? You are you allowed to like tell coach? Yeah, I mean. Do they have those little bags that you uh, put inside your that climber's like clit, a like a catheter in, thing? I don't know. I mean, they have the jock strap with the bottomless underwear for number twos, but not for number ones. What? What? What are you talking about? It's like a jock strap that you wear with a cup, you know, but it doesn't have like, it doesn't have uh, the back. It's not like underwear. It's so just, you can poop in it. Yeah, it's for quick number twos in sports. <laughs> what? I didn't know that's what it was for. At least that's what I was always Don't told. Don't they have like the weird like leg straps, right? Yeah, but the back is completely blank. There's nothing there. Men, do you poop in a cup? <laughs> Please write in and tell us. Yeah, let us know. Um, but once the game started, there was a pretty cool uh, cameo, I guess, for lack of a better term, um, for the national anthem. Oh my gosh, boys to men. How amazing was their national anthem? Fun fact, Boys to Men was my first concert in uh, Tingley Coliseum in Albuquerque. Oh, second fun fact, they were my first CD ever. Yeah. Nice. Them and Ace of Bass, my first two CDs. Oh, um, that's a good combo. I love Boys to Men. I'm from Pennsylvania, you know that, Seth, but mm-hmm. the listeners don't know that. It's true. So I always dreamt about running into Boys to Men on the street. Yeah. It never happened. Never happened. But watching them do the national anthem was awesome. In their jerseys, they were just killing it. They killed it so hard. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic, you know? It was at least one of the best uh, renditions I've seen in quite some time. Pretty original take. It was so good. Yeah, it was It was really good. They sounded just, great. They sounded yeah, just they like they home. always do. They're from Philly. Yep. They opening game. I thought it was the perfect choice. They made it. They just, they killed it. Yeah. Good job, boys to men. We love you. Yeah, they brought it home, and then the game started. Um, um, here's a funny thing about boys to men. Just a sidebar. Okay. Um, one of my first boyfriends in middle school wrote me a love letter. Oof. Um, okay. But the love letter ended up being only <laughs> lyrics to a boys to men song. Guess what song it was. Unbended knee. It was I'll make love to you. Oh, even <laughs> we were twelve. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Hey, high hopes. That kid had high Jeez, hopes. Jeez, Louise. I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, I wish that like oh, you. There was another little tidbit. I just have a note here from Ertz's warm up with the pole. Do you remember seeing that? Oh, yeah. What was, was he doing? It was just, so funny. He's just stretching. I know, but yeah. it was hilarious. You know, they have all their weird stretches, but he definitely was getting into it. Hope he was staying hydrated. I'll make love to you to the pole, is what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so the game got started, and it was, you know, um, Nick Foles was starting for Carson Wentz is still out. You know, he... Ultimately, had his. Uh, oh, did you see Foles' hairdo this year? Yeah, it looks on his nice. little. Uh, looks nice. I don't know gameplay, whatever. His pre-recorded. What do you cut call? Scene? What do you call that? His little I don't intro, know. thing. His little fan. His blonde on blonde fan. Yeah. I thought it was an interesting choice. Too much blonde. He's like kind of all one color. Yeah, he is. 
sort he of. He looks like his, a, like a banana hair with hair or something. And his skin are one color. Sorry. Um, so he. He's, he he he's was getting the start. Yes, yeah, so because Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz is still out, and for obvious reasons, he tore his ACL at the end of last year, right before the playoffs. Oof! It was hard and sad. I was pretty. Remember sad. that, guys? I was heartbroken. Uh, but Nick Foles came in and played fantastic, s- superhero-like in the playoffs, and took them all the way to the superhero-like. win. Superhero-like? I think that's a little alone. bit of an overstatement. He definitely held it together for a change. Good job. No, no, no. In the playoffs, he was unbelievable. That's why he got Super Bowl MVP. Anyway, okay. it was a great job. But Carson Wentz is still out because the Eagles do not want to rush him back. Because he's clearly their franchise player, which is, you know, a top talent quarterback like him. is. No, he's uh, so cute. Yeah, he's great. He's a cute guy. And he's new. He's and sweet. He's, he's very humble. I think he's the one who brought the team together. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, he brought, uh, like, energy to an excitement to the fan base. I mean, Eagles fans have tons of, you know reputation for being jerks or for being crazy and being all these things and you know I think every fan base has a little bit of that but he definitely brought an energy to the city and you know an excitement because the Eagles have I mean, struggled for a long time they haven't had a starting quarterback play all 16 games since Donovan McNabb like 10 years ago I have some beef with that because I don't think that Eagles fans are jerks actually I think like it's called the city of brotherly love for a reason I, I agree and people are just they work real real hard and yeah. they want to play hard and they want to root for their team hard and they want to be they're like the friends that always have your back Right? I mean, I could not agree more. I just think that, you know, there was um, there was an excitement when Wentz got drafted a couple years ago. Um, you know, we won't get into that whole backstory with, you know. No, too long. Too long yeah. of a backstory. But he is back to, reeling back into the game, he is not starting, uh, which myself and I think any realistic Eagles fan would agree is a good thing because... We've seen quarterbacks come back from injuries just to start week one because obviously there's a lot of excitement around it and they want to play, but he could re-injure his his uh, his knee and, and be out forever. And that's the last thing we want. So we don't want that because he... Uh, so when stayed out, Foles stayed is out, in. Foles started. Everyone's Here wondering... Here we go. Here we go. Are we getting Super Bowl Foles? Are we getting the mediocre Foles that is bounced around teams... From between the last time he was on the Eagles in 2013 to the Rams to the Chiefs. Is he folding us? No. Nice that's one. Sorry, that's bad. And some would say, you so, know. So, what, what happens? So, it was it was a rough start, to to put it uh, easily. I mean, it was, it was a rain delay, so the field was wet. You know, it was still raining uh, a little bit. And the offense did not look great. Um to to begin the game and it was a very rough uh first were, half were very you sloppy offended by that i was not offended because you know it's it was a joke no, I, I was trying to just like roll with it you know you're still rolling with it you know a lot of the time at the beginning of the season a lot of the starters don't play in the preseason so the first couple of games are a little bit sloppier and that's kind of a known fact is they're just sure. kind of you know not playing real full-speed football for a couple of months. Back to school. Everybody's getting used to their classes, their exactly. new schedules. But, you know, Foles wasn't playing lights out, um, which he did, you know, didn't do in the preseason, or which he did do in the preseason as well. He didn't play that great. But 
you know, he doesn't need to do a lot. You know, we have a lot of good people, good playmakers on both offense and defense. He just needs to kind of be a manager. And, you know, he was able to do a little bit in the first half. The Do you think, though, he he can continue starting and, and keep the team yeah. together? Does Is he being a leader now? The thing is, is he more of a leader now since he won a Super Bowl? Or do you think yeah. he's still oh, sort of like just kind of getting along, Mr. Foles just doing his thing? <laughs> the thing with Foles is him and Carson Wentz, I think, are very alike, is that they're just really humble and they're not like they're they're in it for the team and they're not worried about themselves and obviously you know they want to make money and they want to play football and and be you know a star or whatever but you know from at least what they put on to the public and I think you know to each other they support each other and they're good good leaders but they're also very humble and they don't you know they just want to do what they can do to help the team win um, and they, so they do look like good friends. I'm gonna say that right now. Yeah, and I think you know the team softballs play great, and you know everybody, all the players in the NFL know all the stuff that we know that gets talked about, and um, you know all he needs to do is be there and not make any crazy turnovers, or you know he needs to just play decent, and the rest of the team will help him out, and that's what happened in this game. They, I mean, they did a really great play, which maybe we'll talk about later. Yeah, well, which definitely. Which was, was the best play of, of the game. Well, you know, ultimately the first half was pretty sloppy. There didn't, a lot didn't happen. You know, it was only, it was tied 3-3 three to three for a long time. Just some field goals. Um, you know, Julio Jones, the Falcons' uh, number one receiver, was making a lot of catches. And, um, you know, that was the really, that was really the only thing that was happening of any kind of offense for both teams in the first half. Um, you know, Corey Clement, our kind of, backup or one of our committee running backs who I really love actually. Wait, who's that again? He's the uh he's a new guy. He was an undrafted free agent that the Eagles got, I believe, two years ago. Can, um, can you show me his picture? And he is number thirty. Um Okay. And I, I honestly really like him a lot and uh he's he's uh, a young guy. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. Very cute. He's a good-looking dude. I like his hair, too. Yeah. How old is he? I don't know. He's really young. Let's see. How old is he? He's born in uh, 23 years old. He's only 23. He's a little baby. He's a little kiddo. Yeah. He's a sweet baby. He's a talented guy. He caught a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. Amazing. Um, good job. You know, he's... Good job, Corey. But, you know, we have a committee running back system in Philly with Jay Ajahi... Darren Sproles is back this year. Corey ah, Clement. Sproles is my boy. Wendell Smallwood. Um, we had LeGarrette Blunt last year, but he's uh, he's he's on the lines now. But anyway, Clement wasn't getting any space. You know, they weren't running the ball. They weren't uh, catching it that great because Alshon Jeffrey and Matt Collins are both out with injuries. Nelson Aguilar, Nelly, one of our favorite players, was doing all right. You know, he was our he number was one target. Good. I have him on my fantasy team, and he... He did all right for me. Not great, but pretty, yeah. pretty good. He was getting in there. But yeah, they couldn't get it going, you know. Zach Ertz dropped a couple passes, which is really unlike him. And Ooh, that ultimately... One, that one hurts really bad. Yeah, it hurts Donut. And, uh, you know, they couldn't get it going until they pulled out the Philly Special 2.0, which was the trick play that they did in the Super Bowl. This uh, play is the best. It's a great play, and they did it to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and actually 
one of the original inspirations for the play was when the Patriots ran it a couple years ago. Ooh, and boo, except we when hate the, Patriots, the Patriots, except when the Patriots did it, Tom Brady didn't catch it and didn't complete the play, which is ha awesome. ha ha, Tom Brady. But the Eagles did it in the Super Bowl. They did it in this game, and it jump started the entire offense, uh, be- and the crowd, and everybody, and it kind of just got them going right after that. Zach Ertz made a really awesome catch for a long third down. Is it also like that play? Like, it's sort of like watching a rom com or something. It's just like, or like an I Love Lucy episode. It's so funny, mm-hmm. but smart, and like it. Oh, I like that. It like tricks you, but then you get so excited for them. Right. And then ultimately, you're like. Yeah, like everyone's like, wait, everyone's not doing their assigned role. What's Foles doing over there, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it really, um, it's just, it's a it's a real crowd pleaser is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think you're right. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that um, it just get, got everyone excited, got the crowd excited, the players. I think everybody kind of realized, you know, like, oh, yeah, this is just football. Let's get out here. Let's play. You know, sometimes I think it's easy to get stuck in kind of numbers or just kind of the things that aren't going right. But ultimately, when dudes are out there laughing and having fun and like doing crazy plays like that, I think you just play better. Yeah. Um, And so that's what happened. And then right after that, uh, we got a rushing touchdown. Jay Ajahi, the J train, got us our score. And that was the first uh, touchdown of the game in the third quarter. I'm so glad he came to the team. I know that there was like some skeptics out there. Mm -hmm. Um because it's because of how much he's paid is that it what is no. it because of because of the dolphins with him well there was a controversy in the in Miami last year where supposedly their coach just didn't like Jay Jahi's attitude and so he was kind of like not playing him because he didn't like him and he thought he needed to be sat but ultimately the dolphins sounds like a jerk to me I think he's been doing great for us. Yeah, he's doing great. And, you know, the Dolphins didn't have anything else, and he was frustrated there. And so the coach just um, traded him to the Eagles because the Eagles, you know, were like, hey, you're not playing him. We'll give you an offer. And the coach crazily from the Dolphins traded him to the Eagles. A couple years ago, he was one of the best backs in the league, and he's showing that he can still, you know, Still do it. And, you know, uh, dolphins are supposed to be some of the smartest creatures right next to humans, but it doesn't seem like they're living up to that. Sounds, I think you nailed it there. Um, yeah. I liked the dolphins when I was in... Good colors. Middle school, maybe? Yeah, with those big starter jackets. Oh, yeah. I had one of those starter jackets, and I thought it was the coolest thing. Nick Marino. No, not Nick Marino. What was his Dan name? Marino. Dan Marino. Yep. Um, he played for them. I don't know. That's about all I knew about football when I was in 12 years old. And I just won it. Yeah. One of those starter jackets. Considered one of the best quarterbacks ever, but he does not have a Super Bowl ring. Bummer. I mean, Uh, I don't think they're uh, synonymous. I think you could. I agree. I just, a lot of people bring that up when they kind of compare Mm. players. It's just like our accomplishments in life. You know, it's like maybe we don't have a lot of money, but we've definitely... Have Try some hard. great stuff under our belt, right? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Hope so. All right, back to the game. Yeah, back to the game. So what's going on, Seth? We had the touchdown. Walk me through it. I wasn't paying attention at this point. I would think I was holding a baby. You might have been holding a baby. Um, 
and she was very entertaining. The baby to me. was not me crying because we were we were we didn't have a touchdown well, yet. It, he was crying. I just wasn't holding him. Oh, that's true. Uh, so anyway, the next kind of big thing that happened that we thought was pretty um, interesting, I guess to say the least, it was a pretty big blunder by the Eagles. Um, was on a Eagles punt. Blunder. Blunder, blunder, blunder. All right, and so this brings us to our film noir play of the week. It was a rainy Thursday night. Opening night for the Eagles. Punt returner Darren Sproles calls off the punt. How was I supposed to know? I worked hard on that block. I worked so hard. And then, of all the balls in all of Philly, you had to touch my ankle. I guess the Maltese Falcon possesses the ball again. Um, all right. Well, they should have really, uh, had better team communication. I'm sure they were kicking themselves for that. It was a tough moment. Yeah, it didn't look like a... It looked like a scary moment at, for the game because that kind of was a big change of possession. After the Eagles just got the momentum, that kind of swung it back the other direction. Um, Super hard moment, especially at a game that was so close, too. Yeah, yeah. And we're, like, already in the second half, you know, yeah. we're trying to... Yeah, it's almost the fourth quarter at this point. The Eagles were only up by four, one possession, um, one score game. And uh, But ultimately, the next time the Falcons kind of went down and were almost about to score, they were in the red zone, um, the Eagles came up with a momentum shift of their own and had a big kind of red zone interception uh, that was uh, phenomenal. It was a, a good pass to Julio Jones, but it was short. Um, and Rasul Douglas just came up and grabbed it and saw that it was short and Came off of Julio Jones, let him run, and grabbed the ball and uh, got it right back for the Eagles. So great. I love yeah. to see that yeah. interception. It's so, it just really gets you going. Yeah, it does. It was a big momentum shift, and I think that, you know, that ultimately kind of uh, kept the Eagles, uh, you know, ultimately helped them win on this game, top. obviously. On top, yeah. I hear, though, if they get the ball into the end zone, then they score a point. Mm-hmm. And then if they have enough points, they win the game. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what happens. Um, you know, don't quote me on it, but uh, I think that's how it works. Um, the end of this game. Or, I'm sorry, are you there yet? Are no, you, I had one are, more thing, and we... this is just kind of a small side note that uh, I really thought was important. It's probably something that got overlooked. It's definitely not in a highlight reel, but it's kind of similar to a play in the Super Bowl where it was a uh, a small play that kind of happened on a hurry up offense. The Eagles were up. Uh, trying to just move, you know, move down the field and get another score to to really put the uh, the finishing touches on the Falcons. And there was a, just a small regular third down. It was a little third down and I think like maybe four or five yards um, and a little small kind of dump off pass from Foles to Sproles. You know, it looked like Foles was going to get, or excuse me, it looked like Sproles was going to get tackled. A little tongue tied there, huh? Foles or Sproles? <laughs> Foles or Sproles, one of them. Uh, Sproles was going to, you know, get tackled a couple yards short of the first down, and it was going to be probably a punt. But he juked a guy and then fought through a tackle to get the first down. What is the definition of juke? Oof, I guess it means, you know, you, you kind of put your body weight in one direction, 
to fake like you're going that way, and then you go back quickly the other direction. So oh. the defender goes... Does it have anything to do with a jukebox? I mean, if you put a lot of football players in a big box and they all were kind of doing this move... It would make music? Yeah, especially if they're all Sproles getting awesome touchdowns that make great music for Eagles fans. Sproles, you're my favorite. Sproles is amazing. I'm so glad he's back. He had a huge injury last year. He's 35 years old. He's literally the same age as us, and he's still out there getting hit by 300-pound men. I can't believe it. It's insane. I I just want him to protect his body and age happily and healthily. Yeah, but ultimately I just wanted to shout out because it definitely goes unnoticed and it happened so fast, but he really kept the drive alive where the Eagles got their second touchdown, and if they didn't get that, they would have been down at the end of the game, and I think it really made the Eagles, uh, gave them a shot to win. So Here's the um, thing that I I was pretty annoyed with throughout the game that I forgot about. Um, yeah. The refs. Oof. Oh, my God. Yeah, we didn't even like, bring that up were yet. Were they just... In the Falcons' pockets this whole time? Yeah. Like, some of those calls were so ridiculous. And, like, we'll see that at, at the very end, which we're, we're right about there. Yeah. Where it's so close. Um, There's trying to, like, stop them from driving the ball, right? Yeah. And what was the call, Seth? It was, um, it was like, I, he didn't even touch him or he was, like, moving around him. I mean, there was a lot of bonehead flags in that game because... You know, the, the NFL and, you know, not that they're the greatest company in the world or far from it, but they're trying to put a lot more stuff in place and rules in place for player safety, which is which is great. You know, obviously, you know, we don't want these players to, to have any life or career-ending injuries, and they're trying to do what they can. Obviously, I think it does need more work, and some of it is ultimately just, like, becoming a flag fest out there, and they're calling penalties on holding all the time and all these things and, and you know any any sports fan will tell you that a lot of those penalties literally happen on every play it just matters if the ref sees it right. some of the more you know stuff like roughing the passer and the, the clipping and low shots obviously i think all those should get called every time but there was a lot of uh, a lot of flags in this that were very kind of minor and i think the falcons ended up setting a record for most flags they've had in 20 or 30 years or something like that they they said the last one though was really tough where it moved them forward and they were just right there in the end zone yeah that was right at the end of the game there was literally uh (laughs) and it was so close there was like four seconds left the falcons were in the red zone in the 20 or 30 and uh, of the eagles and if they scored here they would win they it was 18 to 12 at this point and the Falcons just needed a touchdown. Um, this was the same exact kind of deja vu scenario from the playoffs last year when the Eagles beat the Falcons. Same field, uh, very similar teams, game on the line, Eagles up by five or six, and the Falcons were right there. All they needed to do was complete a pass, and they would win. They didn't do it last year. They didn't do it this year, but there was a Penalty on the very last play with four seconds left that gave the Falcons one more shot, but they didn't get it. The Eagles defense really, and this is something that we kind of talked about a little bit, but the defense, you know, they have one of the best defenses in the NFL, and they really, this game would have been, the the Eagles didn't have a good offense all game for the most part, except for their running got going in the second half. But if their defense didn't show up and play and get pressure on Matt Ryan, um, Throughout the game, I think this would have been a blowout by the Falcons. And- Can you just, like, look at Matt Ryan and just picture, like, how 
intensely boring he is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, just, he, he doesn't look like a guy you want to take just, to like a house party or something. No, Mm-mm. Matt Ryan, he just looks like very uptight. Yeah. I don't think I'd want to hang out with him. Sorry, Matt Ryan. Yeah, you know, nothing personal, Matt Ryan, but the fo- your stock That's photos on personal. the NFL site and uh, during uh, game scores are not great. But So work on that. Give us a smile next time. Um, that is the thing I really liked about um, the, uh, I don't know, headshots they have. You know, mm-hmm. those moving headshots. It seems like the players are emoting more. They're being, like, a little more playful. Yeah, They're I love like, that. In the past, they've been just, like, robots, which is super creepy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I really liked that this time. Yeah, I always, always love a good uh, goofy face or something. Um, but, yeah, ultimately, you know, the game, the ending was really intense. Uh, I threw my hat at one point, but... We were very happy. It was, you know, yeah, we're happy to Came see the Eagles win. You know, win is a win, even if it wasn't the prettiest game. And We're just, um, getting, we're just getting back to it. We're just yeah. getting used to it again, you know. The pressure was off for a while, and now now it's back on. Yeah. And I think this season is going to go really well. I think it was at least we we won. It's the first game, and we're on top. Yeah. Right? You know, it's, uh, it was obviously, you know, your Super Bowl champs, you kind of have the target on you now this year. And, um, you know, I think I think it's going to be an exciting year, and I think the Eagles have a chance to, to make themselves, put themselves in a position to do it again. But, you know, the best thing about the NFL – and watching football, you know, is it's rarely a team that kind of dominates the league or, you know, every single year. Um, you know, all the teams that went to uh, that, you know, went to the playoffs in the NFC last year, I think every single one of them was not in the playoffs the year before, or at least the four teams that won the divisions. Um, and so you don't get this kind of thing that you maybe see in basketball and stuff with the same couple teams always, you know. And thank God, because how many times can we watch the Warriors win? I know, give it a break. All right, we're two birds, two stones. Um, that's 100% accuracy, in case you were wondering. And we'll see you next week for the Buccaneers game. Yeah, can't wait for it. Should be a good one. Looking forward to it.